0: Ladies and gentlemen, fasting your seatbelts. You are about to enjoy another fine, high-quality, top-shelf episode of the Wrestling with Wrestling podcast. You're hearing this voice. You know it's Matthew Blaze talking to you on the ones and twos. I am, of course, joined, as always, by my faithful tag team partner, Greg the Hammer. Alexander, Greg, how does the hammer swing this week?
1: Let's do this. It's going good, man.
0: Good, man. Well, hey, Greg, I don't know if you know about this or not, but it is draft night on the wrestling with wrestling pod. I mean, I'm excited to get into our little fantasy draft. We got going on here. Uh, We've laid out our rules. We've checked in with our, with our lawyers on both sides. Uh, My advocate has reviewed them. I've been given counsel by my special counsel to the tribal chief. I am ready to sign a contract if necessary. Greg, how are you feeling about a draft night?
1: I am ready. I'm I've written down pretty much all the superstars that have been pretty much, uh, a part uh well at least uh have been physically in matches throughout the uh, M- Monday nights and Friday nights so i've got pretty much everyone lined out as far as as far as that goes so yep. i'm ready to do my picks man
0: he's being humble right now dear listener i have it on good <laughs> authority that greg spent last week in tijuana mexico scouting out talent down there uh <laughs> looking for the next big thing coming out of mexico so i know you've been putting in the work this week you put putting in all this work just to lose to me in a fantasy in a fantasy WWE draft. I mean, that's going to be embarrassing for you in the end of it. But we'll see how it gets there, Greg. Before we get there, man, anything outside the ring we need to cover this week? Not really
1: much. Just some uh, just some weird le- legality as far as like the WWE merger and endeavor goes. That's it's just just weird stuff with as far as like business wise goes. Not not nothing men- much mentioning. So that's that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, probably just kind of same as as right now. We don't quite know everything yet. There's still so much that's being speculated on. We're not going to have any answers for a while here. I am hearing hope that this, the actual WWE draft that is coming up is going to be, it's been described by people online as the official kickoff of the Triple H era that he is going to, set the rosters how he wants them on the shows, potentially see a lot of NXT call-ups in the midst of this draft. And so we may be finally entering into the proper Triple H era where he's no longer carrying out the storylines uh, that were already in the motion whenever last year happened for us. So that's exciting. And I hope that's true. I hope that's going to be something that's going to happen uh, positively for the company and continue us on this really bright future. But, Greg, I don't really have anything inside the ring other than the fact I have a question for you. Um, if you had to choose, you had to be in a cage match against one of two people, your options are Cody Rhodes in a cutoff hoodie with his tights on or Brock Lesnar wearing a trench coat, looking menacingly, wearing all black. Who are you more afraid of, Greg?
1: I'm more afraid of the Brock (laughs) attacker.
0: taker is a real thing make sure you check underneath your beds tonight before you go to sleep if you hear a cackling high pitched laugh get out of your house possibly burn it down or sell it that night uh, because he's a real thing I've actually checked underneath my bed twice tonight before I got ready uh, to get in there this evening so uh, yeah I'd be terrified too that was just I love Brock Lesnar as you know and I love the fact that he thought what's going to make me look more villainous oh I know I'll wear a trench coat that'll do it
1: (laughs) yeah it I, I, have, I have a few fears and I didn't know there was a new one out there so
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that clinically diagnosed one of these days exactly what that falls under there yeah it's a real thing and I, and I get it man uh, overall I mean good show overall this past week of course we got the return of Nakamura on Friday Night Smackdown we'll hope to see <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll hear Nakamura's name later on tonight in our draft this evening about potential stars that can be making a name for themselves in this new year
1: yeah, my my only thing is I, I love seeing Nakamura and Rick Boogs on there. That's I mean, they were a fantastic tag team. I don't know if they'll they'll bring that back, but I mean they were they were hilarious together. I love I love seeing both of them together.
0: That's a good point. Maybe they'll circle back to that around in a couple months' time. I mean, that's you know, again, with the draft came up. Who knows where the, where the cards are going to fall? And maybe we have a Rick Boogs and Nakamura and Pat McAfee uh, faction starting starting up again pretty soon. Yeah, Greg. One other <laughs> thing that makes me think about though. Is um how do you feel about the gang warfare, faction warfare that we're seeing more of as of this past Monday Night Raw? Of course, you have the LWO, the kind of remaking of the old former faction from the WCW days with Rey Mysterio and uh, the rest of his team. We have, of course, the Judgment Day on Raw. They had a really strong interaction with the Bloodline, which you know I think got a lot of people talking, got a lot of people excited. Where do you stand on it, Greg? Are you are you pumped for the possibilities?
1: You know, I think seeing uh, two, uh, two different teams come together, like the Bloodline and the Judgment Day come together where they have similar interests in mind. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think that's kind of a smart thing and kind of uh, something fresh and new uh, that's coming up. And you know, and seeing them revive uh, LWO, I think I think they have the correct people to uh, to revive to revive that faction. So hopefully, we'll get the uh, the rest of the members as far as uh, the LWO goes, and um, hopefully get them a couple a couple more matches and seem it uh, make it seem more a little bit more interesting.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think overall, it's just exciting to see. I, I'm I'm happy to see it. we gotten past the days of the you know, three guys as a faction kinda the new day level of like that's about as big as the groups get. I I kind of like the idea of people being on teams and people having people they can call upon when they do a tag team match, when they do a multi man match, like I, I like it when it logically flows together, like, oh, these guys are already hanging out in the back, so of course they're gonna team up in this tag team match versus like mm-hmm. just throwing two random people together for the sake of a show. So yeah, yeah I'm for it, man. I'm I'm all for it. You know, I, I've been loving the Triple H here, and I think this is maybe one of those things that is kind of part of his idea of what the WWE will look like going forward. But Greg, let's not waste any more time, man. I've got just a little bit of time here. And a lot of butt to kick when it comes to you in this draft. So, Greg, let me let me set this table for the listener at home. We are doing a WWE fantasy draft this year. The The season, if you will, think about this as a fantasy football league. The season, if you will, is going to go from starting this Friday, uh, April 21st, the 2023rd t- year of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, uh, is going to go from that Friday night smackdown all the way till the main event of SummerSlam. And so Greg and I will pick 10 superstars apiece, male or female, only individual superstars. You can't pick a tag team. You can't pick a faction as the entire group. 10 individual superstars for our rosters. Uh, We have a point system based on the idea of getting one point per appearance on a show. That's a fun little twist that uh, each time a person appears on a show. And so think about this. Roman Reigns could start a show off with a segment in the ring. He could do a backstage promo later on in the night, later, and he could even be in the main event in the same night and get three points just for appearing on the show. You get one point for a pinfall or submission victory. You get no points for a disqualification or countout loss or or victory. If you are in a championship match and you win that match, you get five points for for that victory. And if you're in a tag team match, regardless of if you're the one who gets the pinfall or not, you get one point for that victory. Greg, we've agreed on these rules. We've had lawyers sign them over. Uh, they've been looked over with fine-tooth combs as we wrote these down on napkins this week and sent pictures back and forth to each other. So, Greg, are you ready? Let's go. Well, Greg, let me uh, let me get something official here to make this... Uh, I gotta find something to flip here. You see how put together you are? Okay. I have got for you a...
1: I was about to say, I was looking for a coin. I don't have a coin. <laughs> the
0: this, this show is entirely well-produced. Some say too well-produced at times. Greg, I have a box here. I think you can see it. Uh, there is a front side of the box and there is a back side of the box. Greg, which side of the box do you want? Front side or back side?
1: Let's go back side.
0: Back side of the box. Here we go. Flipping, Flipping it on three. One, two, three. It is the back side of the box. Greg, you get the first pick in the draft. Greg, when you are ready, tell us your pick and tell us why they are your pick.
1: Let's go main event J. Uso.
0: Oh, what? <laughs> That's your first pick.
1: That's my first pick.
0: Wow. I, Greg, a- I'm not going to tell you how many people I had before. Jay Main Event, Jay Uso, for fear that Main Event, Jay Uso, may come through the screen and choke me out. Uh, but Greg, <laughs> Greg, tell the people at home why are you picking Jay Uso as the number one overall pick in the 2023 WWE Fantasy Draft.
1: You know him and Jimmy have been winning a lot of matches here lately, and also him by himself has been he's been winning a lot of matches by by himself. And number two, he appears on both. Raw and SmackDown, and also delivers promos on both Raw and SmackDown. So it just makes more sense as far as, you know, the way we're doing this is it just makes more sense to pick someone who's on that's that plays both sides, Raw and SmackDown.
0: Great. This, this is a really strong pick for me, and it gets stronger the more you explain it. It's a great pick by you. It's it feels it feels a little early for main event J-U, so I'm just going to say it. Um, You know this this draft is not a a commentary on our views of who's most important in the company. Uh, It's like Greg said, it's more of an idea of who's going to give us the most points. I mean, Jay Uso is like a really strong early 2000s running back. He's going to get you some rushing touchdowns. He's going to get you some receiving touchdowns. He's going to get you a few catches here and there. So that's that's a good pick by you, Greg. All right, I'm going to try to get this thing back on the rails here. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with my number one overall pick. and That's going to be Mr. Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Seth. Wrestles just about every single week on Monday night. Raw. You, you, you got me beat on the fact that he doesn't normally compete on SmackDown. We'll see what happens in the near future. Uh, he's also normally good for a backstage segment too, at least one per week. He's going to get one in there. Um, also good for a promo as well. So I think he's going to definitely be a guy who's going to give me some good wins over the next couple of months. But he's also going to get me a lot of appearances too. And maybe who knows, he might find himself in some championship matches pretty soon as well. All right. All right, Greg. Second round pick for you. Who's it going to be? Are you going to go with Santino Morella or who are you going to go with?
1: I think I'm going to have to go with, oh man,
0: so many people to
1: pick. Let's go with Cody Rhodes.
0: Okay, that I, somehow Cody Rhodes is your number two pick. When you number two is your number one, pick. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is a great pick. Greg, tell him why Cody Rhodes is your pick.
1: You know, Cody Rhodes is. I mean, he he does he does play. He does go on Raw. So, but I think very seldomly he does go on SmackDown. So that's where I'm falling at as far as the way. Um, the way points goes. And also he's starting this thing with Brock Lesnar. And I think he's going to get a couple more. I think he's going to get a few more wins in between now. And um, was it Uh, Puerto Rico?
0: Mm -hmm. All right. All right, man. Hey, good, good pick by you. All right. Greg, my number two pick is going to be the intercontinental champion Gunther of mm. Friday night, Sm- currently a Friday night SmackDown. We'll see where he lands up in the actual show. Greg, I, I challenge you to tell me when is the last time Gunther lost a match in wrestling? Uh, Never. <laughs> I, have, I, I haven't seen it in over a year, so I know I'm going to get some wins stacked up by this young man. Um, uh, I think I at this
1: point Gunther, Gunther has more chops in than he has losses, than he has yeah. losses for Yeah, sure
0: <laughs> yeah he uh, he's gonna have championship matches he's already a champion so he's gonna be guaranteed at least one championship match in between now and, and SummerSlam so mm-hmm. uh, I like my odds for some points there he's also gonna give me some tag team wins as well because the fact that you know he has Imperium he's gonna wrestle with them probably a lot on the shows mm-hmm. next few weeks so I like I like my number two pick in Gunther yeah <laughs> But Greg, who, who you got for your number three?
1: Number three pick. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go Kevin Owens on this one.
0: All right. All right. The current, current uh, unified tag team champion Kevin Owens. Good pick by you. You want to give any kind of commentary for Kevin Owens there?
1: You know, uh, just uh, Kevin Owens shows up on on both shows, so I'm, I'm trying to do this as far as like points wise goes, and they are the unified uh, tag team champions. So I'm seeing I, I'm seeing in the future I'm seeing more more and more wins uh, up until uh, up until uh, up until slum, SummerSlam. So uh, between now and then, I, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of wins for uh, him and uh, Sami Zayn.
0: That's a, that's a great thought, Greg. Great thought there. I I am going to kind of piggyback you here right now. And I'm going to go ahead and pick Sami Zayn as my third pick for the same reason. He's going to give me multiple shows a week because he is a unified tag team champion right now. Uh, he's going to get some backstage segments because he's hilarious. He's going to get promos for the same reason, too. Uh, and we're going to get the compounding interest of the championship matches as well. So that's got yeah, great picks uh, right there in our third round. Greg, who's number four for you?
1: Number four. Uh, you know, this is someone that I have not been picking the last time we have done a main event uh our pay- pay-per-view picks i'm gonna have to go bianca belair oh,
0: my God. <laughs> uh, she literally was on deck to be my next pick was bianca belair oh that hurts that hurts solid pick by you greg i mean as, as my wife so candidly says, she has never seen Bianca lose a match in the entire time she's watched Bianca Belair compete. Um, as you know, we have a policy on this show. We don't bet against Bianca Belair, even though Greg sometimes gets stupid and does exactly that. Uh, it's, one of our, it's one of our number two betting rules of all time on this show.
1: Uh, I'm a betting man. I'm a, I'm a betting man. That doesn't make me a good betting man.
0: <laughs> I make bets, but they're using right bets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Greg. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with my second woman on the board. I'm gonna go Rhea Ripley uh, for my number four pick. Okay. Rhea is a person who is gonna get a lot of play. She she gets wins all the time, Greg. She uh, she is part of the Judgment Day. So you'll, you get the the chance for multiple segments a week with her being a part mm-hmm. of the Judgment Day. She's got the Dominic angle too that she's gonna play into. So there's a lot of opportunities for Rhea to pop up on a on a on a weekly televised show. So. Rhea yeah, and is I, my number four.
1: Yeah, and I don't see I mean, I don't see anyone that who can step up to to Rhea Ripley at this point in time, other than they if, if they decide to bring Charlotte Flair back, as far mm-hmm. as, you know, as far as we know, we don't we don't know if she'll be coming back, but I don't see any of the women in women's roster stepping up to Rhea or Bianca at this point in time.
0: Yeah, I mean currently there is there's no Legitimate challengers on the roster for either of their titles, which means mm-hmm. that, in particular with Rhea, you know, you're you know we're trying to get some time with Rhea where she's gonna build up credibility even more. She's gonna run through a few people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's any way she loses her title before SummerSlam, if not going way past that. So,
1: obviously, all right. Um, ooh, what? Who am I? You know what? Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Montez
0: Ford.
1: Oh my god. For my fifth pick. <laughs>
0: uh, you stink. Uh, he was he was gonna be my sleeper pick of this draft because <laughs> As, as you know, Greg, he is a guy I've had my eye on for a while to be in the, if not main event, the mid-card title picture for a long mm-hmm. time. And I think we're getting closer and closer, especially with the draft coming as soon as the mm-hmm. potential tease of the the breaking up of the Street Profits. Man, yeah, oh, that's, Greg, what a great That's, def-
1: that's definitely something I don't want to see. I would rather see D'Angelo and Montez stay together and then them do singles matches, and i i i would like to see i would like to see Montez take either the United States title from Austin Theory or take it from Gunther.
0: Well, he's not taking it from Gunther. I got news an for you. <laughs> I mean, he, he can get a theory in, but I don't know if he's taking it from the ring in a row. I mean, that's, yeah, that's that's a bad man right there.
1: <laughs> that uh, is.
0: All right, Greg, again, a great pick by you because that was definitely going to be my next pick as well. It's twice now. Greg, I'm going to, I got to step it up here a little bit. All right, Greg. This is fascinating to me. With my number five pick, I'm going to take the man who is undoubtedly the pinnacle of the industry right now. And that is Roman Reigns, is going to be my Mm. number five pick. Now, Greg. Okay. I think the reason you and I would both say that Roman Reigns finds himself in the fifth round is the fact that he's just not there all the time. Mm -hmm. And so you lose a lot of points on the appearances on shows level of it and the wins. But what I do know, when Roman Reigns shows up, he's going to be in at least four segments in a show. Mm -hmm. He is he's going to get a lot of play, particularly if you start getting closer to some of these bigger events they're going to have. Uh, he's going to be on both shows. Most likely he's going to be really working it. Uh, I think when he's there, I will get a lot of points, but there's going to be a couple there's going to be a couple weeks in there. where It's going to go pretty dry for a while there. So we'll have to see what's going to look like for me, but I got, number, I got Roman Reigns number five.
1: Oh, hold on a second. I just thought of something. Remind me at the end of the show. Something about the bloodline. Remind me at the end of the show, and we'll talk about it at the end of the, uh, at the end of the draft.
0: All right, all right. Quit trying to stall. What's your number six pick? Are uh, we, who are you going to steal from me now?
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, dang. I'm, I'm just like looking at the list now. I'm like, who? Uh.
0: This is where the real skill sets in. It freezing up like a Washington Redskins draft
1: room. I, I, I am. <laughs> making calls and making trades. <laughs> um let's do let's go Austin Theory.
0: That's a good pick. He was uh he was number four on my big board. He was gonna be my next pick probably.
1: It's getting harder. <laughs> it is, it's getting harder.
0: Yeah, this is this is getting tough here. All right, <clears throat> my number six pick. I'm gonna go big time, and I'm gonna go Becky Lynch. I know that she was off this past week, but I think that Becky is still a major player in the women's division. I think outside of Bianca, she is the biggest name on the women's division right now, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. I know there's been a lot of talks about maybe her and Seth wanting to get away and be more parents here recently, but I don't think that's going to happen just yet. So I'm I'm going to go Becky Lynch for some points here. She's got a she's got a big few with Trish Stratus going right now. That thing's going to carry on for a little while here.
1: Okay. Um. <laughs> Man, uh let's go. Let's go, Matt Riddle. All
0: right, all right, Greg. How do you feel about the fact that Matt Riddle basically wrestles naked right now?
1: <laughs> He's always wrestled that. <laughs> that
0: no, way. Just- no, it's gotten worse when he when he went from the briefs <laughs> to the undies. It got worse. Like, but the the subtraction of the three inches of fabric has made all the difference in the fact that like he's always been very scantily clad, but you take it just a little bit further and it gets kind of uncomfortably, it gets uncomfortably scantily clad at this point for me. Like, I there's just something about it that just doesn't sit well with me.
1: Just because he doesn't have knee pads or boots on. That's, that's it.
0: I, I mean, like put some ankle tape on him or something like that. Like, give me something down there in the legs to try to draw my attention away from from the midsection. That's all right. That's all I'm trying to say.
1: Just need, need need a little bit more coverage.
0: I need a little more coverage. I, I mean, like get him like a T-shirt he wears most of the way down to the ring. Just something, man.
1: What if, what if he just wrestles with the flops on?
0: I would even take that. I would take I would, <laughs> if he if he actually. I would I would accept him wearing Crocs and wrestling in Crocs because they have a the little back strap on them. I would I would take that over what he's doing right now. All right, Greg. My lucky number seven pick is going to be. The street champion, Solo Sokoa. Okay. I think we got, actually... we got a young man right there who has been getting more and more matches here recently. They're building up him right now. He's, as far as I know, he might be undefeated on the roster so far. And um, I don't see that's going to be changed anytime soon. I'm seeing him collect a lot of wins, mm-hmm. cracking a lot of skulls. It's going to be a good, good summertime for Solo Sokoa
1: good pick. Mm, let's go. Number are we on 8. Scraping the bottom of the barrel, on who who shows up?
0: <laughs> There's still so and, many great superstars here. You're talking about bottom be- of the barrel.
1: <laughs> they are good, but it's like who's sh- like who shows up and who has more matches. Like I would <laughs> And I'm I'm trying I'm I'm thinking like health wise too as far as like because I'm thinking I'm thinking Finn, but Finn's got that he's got that head injury and I'm not I'm not 100 percent positive on him. Um oh man, let's go let's go LA night.
0: Okay, okay. A guy who has been rumored to win the Money in the Bank this year, L. Los Angeles Knight. Is yeah. Off the board. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I think he's over like Rover. I'm going to go number eight, Finn Balor. Oh, man. I was really hoping you weren't going to say him. I was going to be so mad at you. I was
1: I was was thinking that, but I'm not I'm not 100% on Finn because of that uh, because of the head injury. I know he's had a couple of matches, but I'm so I'm so afraid that uh, I think he's back too early after that head injury.
0: You know what Finn can do? Even Anything. if he's hurt, he can stand in the corner and look fly. Is all get out and just mean mug as, as a as a Judgment Day supporter. <laughs> Damian Priest go out there and choke slam somebody. Finn will just look tough in the corner for you.
1: Just stand there like a G,
0: <laughs> get, getting points the whole time. Look incre- look incredible in a leather jacket. All right, nope. <laughs> no one wears it better. All right, Greg, what is your number nine pick? Oh man.
1: Um. Let's go. Let's go, Shinsuke.
0: Okay, Nakamura off the board. Recently back from a injury. All right, that's a good pick by you, Greggy. All right. Mm.
1: If I get right. <laughs>
0: Maka Mora. Mm, yeah, this is this is going to get hard now, Greg. Um, my number 9 pick, I'm going to go Oscar. Ooh. The Empress of Tomorrow is still tomorrow. And I think she's a lady who will still get matches for sure, still get a lot of play on the show. Uh, maybe be good for a backstage promo every now and then. She will, uh, she'll continue to carry, she'll continue to do great work. She doesn't hardly ever lose, except for it seems like at WrestleMania. She will continue. I, I think overall, she's going to be a solid pick for it. I'm excited for it. I'm a little worried that maybe she's going to have to cool off for a little bit after losing to Bianca at WrestleMania. So we may not see her for a little while. In fact, I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen her since WrestleMania so far. Um, So we'll have to see what happens to her there.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, I I don't even think has she even shown up to uh, Saudi Arabia? Has she has she wrestled at Saudi Arabia?
0: You know, that's a good question, Greg. I know so few women end up do wrestling in Saudi Arabia. It's usually only one, maybe two matches on a card. Uh, I don't think... She, she may have. She may have done an elimination chamber over in Saudi Arabia now that I think about it, but I'm not certain about that. Don't yeah. don't, don't fact check me on that, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. Who is your final pick in the fantasy draft? I'll
1: find it later. Um, let's go... Man, could make me or break me. Um, let's go. Let's go, Seamus.
0: Seamus, that's a good pick by you, Greg. Good pick by you. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you who's left on my big board, and I don't want to pick any any three of them. <laughs> I have Charlotte. I have Ronda Rousey, and I have Brock Lesnar. I don't want to pick Charlotte. and I don't want to pick Brock because I don't know what the schedule is going to be like. I don't want to pick yes. Ronda um, because I just don't know how much longer she's going to do this for. She could quit tomorrow for all I know, and it would make perfect sense in some kind of way. So, I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and make a pick. Oh, I don't like this. Greg, I. You know what? You stole the one I wanted. So, I'll take the spare. I'm going to go Angelo Dawkins as my final pick. Okay. In the 2023. Wrestling with wrestling fantasy draft, Angelo Dawkins. Who knows, Greg? Maybe he won't be the Genetti of the group. Whenever it's all said and done, I'm I'm really banking on it this year on the way to Summerslam. No, Angelo's Angelo is a great wrestler. He's got mm. a great look right now. He gets he gets trimmer and trimmer every time I see him. I feel like mm. he, had, he had a massive moment at WrestleMania. I thought when he railroaded <laughs> Braun Strowman, I can't get over. I still get hype watching that.
1: Oh yeah, it was yes. fa- fantastic watching watching that match. It was great. I, I, I love the the man's uh, six six man tag match. That was insane.
0: It was so much better than it had any business being. I think that Angela was a big part of why that was so good. Oh yeah. So uh, all right, Greg. Well, that that concludes the drafting segment of it, Greg. Real quick here, kind of instant reaction. How do you feel about your team right now?
1: I I, I think I've got. I think I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. <laughs>
0: Well, Greg, that's why they play the game. So we'll see what's going to happen over the next few weeks on the way to SummerSlam. Uh, just a way to kind of get us to play a, an extra little fun game. We'll give we'll give some routine. We're not going to do a check-in every single week on SLA, but we'll probably do, uh, maybe after every big show, we'll kind of talk about where we are and as far as our points go and everything uh, for the year. But, Greg, uh, I'm excited for it. Greg, tell us, you teased it earlier off the top, Greg. Tell us what you got to talk about with the bloodline.
1: Let's talk about the promo that Paul Heyman and the bloodline gave whenever they were sitting in front of, I believe it was uh, Sammy Zayn and, and Kevin, I think it was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I can't remember. So Paul Heyman, the last thing he, he had said was, or it might've, might've been judgment day. I can't remember what the promo was, but anyways. So Paul Heyman was given a promo outside of the rope, standing on the outside of the, Outside of the ropes
0: mm-hmm.
1: and had looked over, standing behind Jay Uso and Jimmy, mm-hmm. looked at Jimmy and Jay with them looking at the judgment day and saying that he is getting uh, sh- uh, short or he-, he is getting tired <laughs> of, yeah, yeah his, his patience his- were thinning with, y- uh, with you and looked mm-hmm. at Jimmy and Jay Uso.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That, Greg, yeah.
1: Why? Why would Paul? I mean, ever since this, this bloodline story has has started, they've dropped little little nuggets of like hints. So, is Roman Reigns tired of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, or is he tired of Jimmy and Jay carrying the extra weight?
0: In the words of the special counsel. Yes, I, Greg. I think that's. It's just. A, it goes again to say, what phenomenal writing has been done for this bloodline story. The fact that we can interweave all these stories together, we can have these nuances, we can have these. Well, what did he really mean by that comment? The double meanings, the double entendres of it all, kind of thing. It's a. Uh, it's just been splendidly written, and I, you, Greg. You know how I've laid out my my next year of wrestling that culminates Mm -hmm. Main Event J being the true main event of WWE by dethroning the Tribal Chief. And so, Greg, you know where I stand on this. And I think we're seeing the seeds being planted really strongly now. I think Mm -hmm. before in the past, we've seen bits and pieces of it. You know, Roman kicking the Usos to the private jet, knowing that they love seafood and can't say no to seafood. Uh, So he gets them out of the way that way. But now we're seeing a little more direct Of them saying hey there's a problem here we're not talking about it just yet but there's a problem brewing and uh, I I love it Greg I think it's just been A plus storytelling so far and I can't wait to see where it goes from here
1: yeah the storytelling with with this bloodline storyline is absolutely phenomenal whoever is writing this they are doing such a good job and they are they're telling a really compelling story that we haven't seen in such a long time. And yeah, I know a lot of people, they're getting sick and tired of Roman Reigns holding the title, but are we sick and tired of Roman Reigns holding the title? Heck no. no. It's, 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 it's it's phenomenal. It's great. It's great storytelling. And that's what, that's what wrestling is. It, it, they beg you to, to be on the edge of your seat as far as what's going to happen next.
0: I mean, Greg, it goes to show you that half of our picks that we had in this draft are interconnected with this bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. whether it be the bloodline itself between Roman, the Usos, and Solo, or Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, or Cody Rhodes. These things are all interwoven together mm-hmm. in this story, and it goes to show you like just how important this little universe they're creating inside the WWE storyline has become. Uh, and, and how it just, it dominates. And it's, it's allowed mm-hmm. to be the, the biggest story. It gives It's given the most breath on the show and it's earned that right too because it's just been so good.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, Greg, you know what else is going to be good is when I wipe the floor with you all the way to SummerSlam in Detroit, Michigan. Greg, I'm going to beat you like we're in Detroit. It's going to be that <laughs> bad uh, by the time we get to SummerSlam. You, you might drop out by money in the bank at that point. You might just surrender the white flag of mercy and I won't give it to you at that point but Greg as we are on our way there as we make our joyous little skip down the yellow brick road to SummerSlam how about you do me a favor how about you keep wrestling with wrestling this week
1: that's right keep wrestling with wrestling guys
0: like and subscribe to our podcast follow us on Instagram follow us on Facebook uh, send us an email at the wrestling with wrestling pod at gmail.com we'd love to hear your thoughts on the draft we'd love to maybe hear who your top picks would be for the draft Greg until the next time Enjoy your life, man. Enjoy your family. Keep wrestling with wrestling. Deuces. We out of here. Peace.